Welcome to the Teachers on Fire podcast, where 21st century educators come to share, learn, and be inspired. We believe in the growth mindset, creativity, communication, critical thinking, collaboration, and strategic uses of education technology. Our mission is to share news and views from teachers who are crushing it in the classroom and making a difference for learners everywhere. I'm your host, Tim Cavey. Let's jump into today's episode. Today, I'm speaking with Bethany Petty. Bethany is a teacher, coffee fan, and 2017 EdTech Digest School Leader Finalist. She writes at usingeducationaltechnology.com and is also the author of Illuminate Technology Enhanced Learning. Bethany, thanks so much for coming on the show today. Are you ready to talk education? I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. Why don't you start by describing your current teaching or education situation? Well, I am in my 11th year of teaching high school social studies, and I teach at a school in, um, it's like in Southeast Missouri. It's about an hour south of St. Louis. Um, I also am a, um, an adjunct instructional technology instructor for our local junior college. Uh, where I teach online classes. This is, let's see, our fifth year um, in my building as a one-to-one school with Chromebooks. So um, it's it's pretty awesome to see how much instructional technology has changed over that time, but then also um, how many opportunities it's opened for me and my students. Very fun. You're touching on a few things right in my wheelhouse, so I'm already excited to dig into some of these areas. But first, Bethany, tell us about a low moment that you faced in your teaching or education career, and then how you got through that time of adversity. Well, as a, a brand new teacher, um, I... I kind of, I was absolutely terrified as most teachers are whenever they, they get in the classroom. And I was 22 years old, fresh out of college, and I was teaching juniors and seniors in high school. Wow. And in all actuality, they were not that much younger than me. Right. So I kind of had this mentality that, okay, I've got to go in there and I've got to be, I've got to send a message and I've got to be the, show them who's the boss and everything. And I, I kind of had this power trip and um, I, I really was focused more on um, controlling my classroom than management, managing my classroom, if that makes any sense. Sure. Um, so I feel like that the first couple of years when I, I kind of had that don't smile until Thanksgiving mentality, and that really, I mean, that created an environment for me where it was like, if I cracked a smile or I had fun, then my students really didn't know what to do with it. It was like, oh my gosh, you know, what's happening? So um, the further I, I got into my teaching career, I realized that, you know, forming those relationships with your students and showing them that you're a real person and that you smile and that you have fun and you like what you do um, is really important. And not only is it important, you know, for your students learning, but it, it basically solves any classroom management problems that you have because your students know that you're that you enjoy what you do and that you're excited to be there for them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, well said. I- I'm glad there is some pushback on that, you know, as you put it the the saying about don't smile before Thanksgiving and and I think as a rookie teacher not too much older than your students, you know, we all struggle with a degree of imposter syndrome, but yeah, that's that's understandable that you're sort of feeling that pressure. 
But yeah, I like how you put it that, you know, relationships at any stage of the the education game, relationships are key. Bethany, earlier this year, you published Illuminate Technology Enhanced Learning. So share with us about the heart and message of the book. Why did you write it and what should educators take away from it? Well, I wrote Illuminate um, kind of as a way to, I wanted to make sure that I was able to help people of all technology comfort levels use technology intentionally and purposely um, in their classroom and in such a way that it would enhance the learning of their students. And I, I mean, educational technology over the past five or six years has just really kind of blown up. Um, I mean, with the, uh, the emergence of the Chromebook and, oh my gosh, now everyone can have a Chromebook in their classroom and more and more people are getting this awesome technology. It's so exciting. But at the same time, teachers have a lot on their plates. I mean, we, ha- we are asked to do a lot of stuff every day. And we have mandates from our state and from our, uh, our districts and our schools. And um, then, you know, having to differentiate instruction and worry about standardized testing. And then there's just a lot. So I wanted to present different ways that teachers could use a variety of tools in their classroom to enhance learning, to engage students in content, to encourage them to explore and apply what they've learned, um, and to connect and communicate and collaborate with other people. And I wanted to kind of give teachers a practical guide, like, hey, if you want your students to um, to reflect on something that they've learned, maybe try it with Padlet, or maybe try it with Flipgrid, um, or maybe try through a Google Form or through Intergarden or something like that. But to give teachers practical and actionable ways that they can um, use technology to actually make a difference in their classroom. And the, the heart of the book, something that I really drive home pretty much in every chapter, is that it's not about the technology. Right. The, the focus of your classroom should never be about what tech you're using. It's always how you're using it. So why are you using it? Uh, what is it going to do for you and for your students? So that's what people can can expect to take away from, from Illuminate. So just some practical 10 chapters of practical ideas and strategies that they can use in their classroom tomorrow. That sounds wonderful. And you're, you're really talking my language. Just scanning your book description, I can see you're a huge believer in the four C's. And like you just said, it's about what we can do with technology. It's not about the latest and greatest uh, shiny object. But Bethany, I have to ask before we move on, do you sort of lean more towards one suite of apps? I mean, we have the Microsoft world and the and the Google world. Do you sort of avoid that uh, debate or that discussion in the book? Or how do you approach that? Well, sure. Well, in my school district, we are a Google school, um, but we still use a variety of, of other tools. You know, just because we, we use Google Classroom and we use Google Docs and all of those great apps, that doesn't mean that we're not going to use a cool app like Nearpod um, or something that can be used across different devices. Nearpod is something that I use every day in my classroom. Um, Edpuzzle, same thing. And I, you know, while those work well, they play well with Google Classroom, um, you wouldn't really consider them to be part of the Google suite. So it definitely... It, it, it's for everyone. It's uh, if you're a Google school, if you're an Apple school, if you're a Microsoft school, 
uh, you can definitely find something uh, to use in your classroom in Illuminate. That's so cool. Yeah, we are where I'm teaching. It's a Google context as well. But you know, one huge score for Microsoft was Flipgrid. We're all Flipgrid fans, and we've seen what it can do. And so I think you're right, we have to be sort of, you know, blind, or, or we have to put aside loyalties is maybe a better way to put it. Exactly. Yes. Because again, it's not about the tech that we're using. It's, you know, how we're using it to enhance our students learning. Bethany, outside of education, what's another area of passion and learning for you. We call ourselves lifelong learners. So tell us about an area outside of the classroom that you really enjoy. Right. Well, I am a social studies teacher and um, I I am probably the epitome of the history geek. So anytime (laughs) I can get my hands on anything, um, I actually went to um, a conference this past February. It was our Missouri Council for the Social Studies Conference. And um, I just I just remember going to all these different breakout sessions and being like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Um, because not only was I learning instructional strategies uh, that I can use in my classroom, but there were also like mini history lectures and it just made me so happy. I mean, my inner geek was just freaking out. Um, so, I mean, anytime that I can, I can catch a documentary. Um, I, my husband laughs um, sometimes when I, I sit down to blog in the evenings when our kids have gone to bed, um, he'll, he'll randomly like find that I'm watching a, a FDR documentary. And he's like, haven't you seen this before? <laughs> I'm like, I might catch something new. It's, it's wonderful. It's FDR. So um, anytime I can geek out about history in any way, shape or form, it's and learn something new. It's it's awesome. I'm not sure if that's outside of the classroom, but we'll give you a pass on that, <laughs> Bethany. And, and I think, <laughs> you know, I think a lot of us as educators, that's that's kind of where we are, right? We're we're teaching to our passions, and I think our learners are the beneficiaries of that. Exactly, absolutely. So, Bethany, you're a successful teacher. You're a technology innovator in your context. You've written a book. Share about a personal habit that contributes to your success and makes this all possible. Well, um, I personally, I love exercise. I was a, an athlete in high school, um, in college, and it's just kind of something that has always been a part of my life. So, I find that whenever I'm in an exercise routine or I can uh, get down and I can run on my treadmill, I feel kind of like I, I have a good handle on everything. Like once I can get all of that ironed out, once I've got my, my personal health and fitness in line, um, I feel better. I'm more um, alert and I feel like I can be more present in other areas of my life. So exercise is definitely a big thing for me and also um, a very strong coffee addiction. I'm a, an eight or nine cup of, cup a day gal. So... <laughs> Eight or nine. Wow. I thought I was high, but that's exceptional. I have a Keurig in my classroom and my kids come in and they ask me what cup I'm on. (laughs) Wow. Just as a side detour, Bethany, you know about the refillable brewed coffee at Starbucks, right? We are not near a Starbucks. Oh, that hurts. Is that sad or what? (laughs) But yes, I do. But isn't that just terrible? Yes. I'm, I'm an hour away from the closest Starbucks. But fortunately, we have many local coffee houses, so I'm well taken care of. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. So we're moving into some rapid fire picks, Bethany. And I'll ask you to try to stick to one or two if you can. Okay. And sometimes sometimes that's just too hard for people. But we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll start at Twitter, which is kind of every educator's starting point for a solid PLN. Who do you recommend that we follow on Twitter? Okay, definitely Alice Keeler and, and Holly Clark. I had to throw two in. I'm sorry, I, I tried. Um, but they are absolutely wonderful um, educators to follow. Always inspiring and um, great information they share. Love those picks. Alice Keeler, 
she doesn't pull any punches, does she? No, she doesn't. And I love it. <laughs> yeah. Point us to an ed tech tool that you currently love using in your classroom or your day-to-day work. And you are kind of the ed tech person. So this might be a tough one, but is there something new that you're excited about? Well, I'm super pumped about Flipgrid, of course. I mean, everybody um, in the world of teaching is, um, there are so many different things we can do with it. And the Flipgrid people are coming up with just idea after idea. It seems like every time I turn around. Um, But in my classroom, I am a flipped government teacher. So I've got to have Edpuzzle. I mean, I've absolutely got to have it in my classroom. Um, My students view those instructional videos. They interact with them. I can monitor I can provide feedback. It's just, it's fabulous. Got to have Edpuzzle. Cool. Uh, Well, I'm not familiar with Edpuzzle. I look forward to taking a look at that. And then you're a book fan. I know that. So recommend a book or or maybe two or (laughs) maybe three that uh, are on your all-time fave list or or maybe one that you really enjoyed recently this summer. Sure. Well, um, this summer I... Um, I stumbled upon the Outlander series on stars and the books and oh my gosh, I, I have started it. I think it was like the third week in July and I'm on the fifth book right now. And these are like 800 page books. Wow. And, um, I'm just like inhaling them. Uh, so the Outlander series has been awesome. So I highly recommend that if you're a historical fiction freak, like I am. Um, and then, um, I would say probably ditch that textbook would be a great one um, in the education realm. One of those things that really helped me kind of uh, step back and think about what I was doing in my classroom and why I was doing it. I have a bit of a man crush on Matt Miller, so like that one. Uh, <laughs> actually, haven't haven't read his <laughs> haven't read his book, but I do enjoy his uh, his Google Teacher Tribe podcast. Speaking of podcasts. If you are a listener, it sounds like you are. And and for all the commuters out there, tell us about a podcast that we need to add to our podcast deck. Well, one of my favorites, whenever I go um, on a long trek to a conference or or to a workshop, I really like to listen to Ladies, First. And again, I'm a history teacher. But it is a podcast about um, the first ladies, and it kind of gives you a glimpse into um, the White House and kind of behind the scenes as to you know what we really don't um, hear a lot about in the history textbooks. Um, but it's it's really just an awesome um, a podcast to listen to about some pretty cool ladies in our our um, American history. Absolutely. And then tell us, Bethany, about a YouTube channel that you enjoy. And this doesn't have to be edgy related, but one that you either use in the classroom or one that just personally amuses you. I really like to, um, my, my students a couple of years ago turned me on to the Epic Rap Battles of History channel. Oh, and yeah. It makes me laugh every time <laughs> I watch it. And uh, every time we, we uh, discuss the Renaissance in my Western Civ class, I always have to show them an, um, an edited-ish version of the Fathers of the Renaissance versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because it is just so, so awesome. <laughs> they are amazing. I'm going to back up that pick as well. I know I've shown the Magna Carta rap battle in class before, and that's a, that's a great channel. Just for fun, last question, Bethany. You're at the end of your day. The kids are in bed. You've got no energy for blogging or writing or lesson planning. What are you watching on Netflix right now? Well, if I'm on Netflix, I am watching Once Upon a Time. All seven seasons are on Netflix now, and it makes me so happy. Um, (laughs) But I'm also, like I said, pretty obsessed with Outlander right now. So uh, if I'm probably watching that on on Stars on my phone, too. So... (laughs) 
Well, you've dropped a lot of great picks, Bethany. Some I know, some I don't. Look forward to posting these links, everything we've talked about here on teachersonfire.net. Bethany, what are the best ways for the listeners to follow you and get to know more of those ed tech ideas that you share in Illuminate? Um, you can follow me on Twitter. I am at Bethany underscore Petty. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm at Bethany underscore edu C and the number eight. Um, or check out my blog, which is uh, usingeducationaltechnology.com. Phenomenal. Bethany, again, thank you so much for your time today. And we just wish you a wonderful year. Thanks. You too. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Teachers on Fire, where teachers come to share, learn, and be inspired. Please subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review on iTunes, and follow us on Twitter at Teachers on Fire. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, saying goodbye for now, and we'll catch you next time right here on the Teachers on Fire podcast.